Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Dude, I ate shit. Yeah. I eat shit so much, and I'm always wearing platform boots. <laughs> I mean, maybe the platform boots are trying to tell you something. I love, no, because I'm five feet tall. Okay. I need to be five, five. You need to stop wiping out. No one takes you serious shit. when you're five feet tall. I don't know. I take you pretty serious. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Welcome. Welcome to the haunted estate. Do we need to take this outside? Um, honestly, my period rage will fight you right now. What's your issue? My period is going to, like, honestly, I feel like it just happened. So are you allowed to, like, just have no issue, but you can just be rageful at that time? No, it's just, I'm, it, what the fuck was that? I'm just asking. Here's the thing. I'm asking okay? a scientific question. I have, like, like I Are see you this... haunted by your period? You know what? Yeah, I am. She's a poltergeist. She's a bitch. And she's definitely a demon. All I know is I, it doesn't matter. I've had my period for ever since I was a little girl. Every single month. I get it. And it's like those memes where it's like, oh, okay, that explains a lot. But I think I just got it right now. What about all these rugs in here? Do you want me to bleed on them? What do you want? No. I was gracefully changing the subject to no, rugs. No, I want to talk about my uterus, okay? I think I just got my period right now. You fell earlier. You're probably just upset. Yeah, I did. I'm very sad. I was going outside to clean out my car because the car had to go to the detailer because we lost our keys and we couldn't find them. And then as I'm cleaning out the car, even though the keys were completely evaporated for an entire month, now that they're found, I can say anyone could have walked up to my car, gotten in it and driven away for the past two months. Yep. Could not find these keys, tore the car apart, hit the brakes really hard last night, go in to clean out the car. They're sitting there in the wide open, like a friggin' like the borrowers came in and showed me where my keys were. You hit the brakes, right? You and Taylor? Yeah, I hit the brakes. My foot slipped. I was wearing platform boots. Anyways. You all right, Taylar? You got a whiplash? It was funny. Like, we almost got hit, and he just looks at me, and he goes, Selena! Like, I tried to murder his family. I mean. <laughs> it was scary. Whatever. <laughs> all I know is I went outside to clean out the car, and all I hear is an engine revving like crazy. What is it? An Amazon driver. We live in the country. We're on a dirt road in the middle of literal nowhere. The amount of delivery vehicles have to come this house yeah, is astounding and right now it's a weird day where it's like warming up so all of the snow is like this weird slick ice there he is super stuck okay he's he's got a wheel almost in the ditch and you know what i noticed it's a rear wheel drive car he had put these like snowflake ornaments underneath the front tires oh really because he thought those were the tires oh so he so, didn't know no much and then adam's like super protective and i'm like we have to go down and help him and he's like throw salt under the tires and i'm like don't you go behind there if he doesn't he's so protective he doesn't want me to get run over so i'm thinking well, like sometimes if you're not a great driver to begin with and you don't know how to get yourself unstuck it's very easy he could just not see you there and plow over you and destroy you yeah but no here's the thing we start walking like a hundred meters 100 feet down to this car and I'm wearing these platform boots and I'm like, I know I'm gonna eat shit at some point. We get down there, I'm like, wow, I didn't eat shit. I'm like packing salt behind his one rear rail tire. I, I, I have this giant Home Depot bucket full of salt. I start walking around. <laughs> I'm in this white dress you see now. I'm walking around, my one foot slips, clotheslines my other foot. Can you I, You're one of those people, Taylor, that <laughs> likes watching kids wipe out and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, me too. I fall. Kids eating shit on bikes will never get old. Oh I, f I fall, okay? I fall. That's my phone. It's 
It's my sensor letting me know I can't get things. Maybe it's letting me know I got my period. Anyways, I fall, oh I bounce off this bucket. <laughs> like, I don't know how it didn't break, but I was like, <gasps> boom. And I just felt the ground and Adam and Taylor are like, oh my God, are you okay? And then I get up and I'm just like, there's nothing on my dress. <laughs> Taylor can't breathe. Taylor, are you okay? So then Taylor just busts over in his short shorts and his croc. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> so he gets assault underneath the tire and the guy, and the guy starts backing up and he's just not getting it but he gets out and then he's like i'm gonna bring you your packages i'm like don't you dare pull in this fucking driveway so i get the packages from him so that was good tore open my knee um i was like oh i'm fine like my body feels fine then i'm inside i'm like why do i feel like i blew a kidney <laughs> I've hurt myself. I don't think um, tomorrow. So the fucking bucket though, almost say like it kind of saved you. The bucket I was bounced. sideways and it was like round and like, oh fuck, obviously it's round, but like it would, she landed on the round part and Trampoline. it like caressed her body. So like it like kidney punched you, but it was better than hitting the, the ground. Did you see the bounce? I felt the bounce. I felt like I stood all yeah, the way back I saw, up. I, I felt I like saw I the did. tail end of it. Dude, I ate shit. Yep. I eat shit so much and I'm always wearing platform boots. <laughs> I mean, maybe the platform boots are trying to tell you something. I love, no, because I'm five feet tall. Okay. I need to be five, five. You need to stop wiping out. No one takes you serious shit. when you're five feet tall. I don't know. I take you pretty serious. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> no, you don't. Also, don't even. did you see that Bonita has had a coffin birth? What? She thought it was her baby and just shot out of her corpse. What, is that little one new? No, I just noticed it. Oh. I've been there for like a year. Um, I've been living in a bit of a manic state lately. <laughs> oh, oh, what's Bonita? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. My name's Bonita. Oh. I'm here to stay for um, the show. I'm going to just say hello and that's, chill. That came to us from Target. Bonita. They named her, too. Her name's Bonita. She's just boning around. Yeah. Anyways, I have some updates about the loft. So Taylor and I like spend a lot of time together and <laughs> we love my loft. My loft is so spooky and so fun. So back to the candles. Okay. A little update here. Sometimes they go off. Sometimes they don't. If no one's upstairs, they don't turn on, which is very weird. So we have two mattresses. We each have our own mattress. We watch the show ghosts. <laughs> we finally got to the new season. So two nights in a row, these last two nights, I have woken up. Because I feel someone caress my face. When we go to bed, there's no candles on. I wake up this one night. I feel someone like they're just like touching it really lightly. I, I wake up. I look at Taylor. I'm a rage person. Like if you wake me up, I'm aggressive. Like I'm mean. I don't want to be woken up. I sit up. I look at him like this dude's fucking with me. He's not. He's dead asleep. The candle is on behind Taylor and the candle's on behind me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to close my eyes. I feel someone touch my face. I wake up. The candles are off. So that was the first night. Then last night, the exact same thing happened again. But it's not a scary feeling. There was some fucking candles. Else? While you're sleeping. What else I tell you? Face touch. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, did you? Oh, this Sorry, one last, last so night. Zoned out there. Did I miss it? Yeah. Oh, shit. I said it twice. And then last night was a full hand cut my face. And I thought it was Adam. And I was like, oh, hi, baby. And then I look. And as I open my eye, I feel it come off my face. And nope, no one's there, but the candles are on. And then I wake up later again, candles are off. It's very weird. Um, last night, Taylor and I went upstairs and almost, oh, 11. It was 11. We counted them. 11 candles were on. So I want to see what happens again. But yeah, there's definitely something going on in the loft. It's just the loft. Oh, the thing, the sound, the sound. That was so creepy. Dude, okay, we're up there. We're watching ghosts. We literally hear what sounds like a, like, there's a little fireplace and kind of sound like the fireplace door shut. Like it sounds like something shut, like a door shut or something shut. And Taylor just looks at me. He's like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know. We tried all these things to like try and recreate the sound, but they're just, we couldn't. Throw it that was, puppy on silent, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the theater. Um, You shall respect. Do you ever think you'd live in a haunted house? I didn't think I would. No. I mean, do you ever really know or realize it until you actually get into this man, stuff? Man, I just... Could I have been living in haunted houses all my life, but I just didn't care or know? Man, I just feel like we walked in and they're just like, it's not haunted. Right then I should have been like, that's changed my mind. But it's not bad haunting at all. Like, I What's trust so it. What's so bad about it being haunted? It's not even really... 
Because what if it isn't good? It feels good, but what if it isn't? What if it's all, what if it's just a ruse and they're waiting? I feel waiting? like it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. If you know how to deal with it, you are just a positive person and don't let it in like impact your life all that much. I don't think anything like that really ever matters. In my opinion, I could be completely wrong and maybe some situations are different, but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, I've, I've found a cool little thing to actually tell you guys. So there was an article and I saw it and I got real excited and it was from a contractor and this contractor was explaining how your house can seem haunted, but it's not. So maybe if some of you guys have some weird going ons in your house, you, this is a way for you to figure out that maybe it's not and it's just a little something else. So electrical paranormal quirks. Some light fixtures, very common in recessed lighting, pod lights, they have thermal sensors that shut the light off if the internal temperature is too high. More common in summer and in hot days and in attic temperatures where it's really quite high. This occurs where the socket is high up in the fixture, in the fixture, and in the most common causes problem is it's covered with insulation in the attic. So it just, it shuts itself off. So, you know, when your light's going on and off, they'll turn back on once they've cooled down. Mm. So that's happening. So weird knocks, creaks, and groans. This can be nail pops. So a nail somewhere nearby is pulled by bending wood, usually warping slightly due to temperature changes until it pops up a little bit. It can be quite loud and is a distinct, short, sharp sound that comes from inside the walls and echoes around, making it impossible to determine where it came from. And this can can occur at all hours, but more typically during temperature changes outside. So like early evening. Those loud pops or ticks. That we hear all the time. Like, that we hear in the attic because yeah. our roof is you hear like, them in all houses, right? Like, I think it's our roof because our roof adjusts so much. Well, it's our roof too, for sure. It's a metal roof, so there's screws. Yeah. It acts so much differently than a normal shingled roof. It's been something to get used to, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then doors randomly opening. This happens a lot in our house, like a lot. Joel has seen this. Everyone's seen this. A lot of the time, it's just Eddie. <laughs> or Molly. Or Mo- oh, <laughs> if, if Molly wants in a room, we our bedroom door, like it just doesn't like it it's latches. It's like French doors. So like there's what pressure can open it. Molly goes full speed and just slams through it. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just hilarious. in the room. It's hilarious. Okay. Um, if the gap between the door and the frame is wide, so the door barely latches, then temperature or humidity changes can affect the door enough to spring the latch. It's fairly easy to check this and is something that should be ruled out as an ordinary cause. So check to see whether the door is barely latching and see if it naturally swings open when it's unlatched. If both are true, that is your most likely cause. Bearing those and other example that he details, you could just be hallucinating from carbon monoxide poisoning also. Oh, wonderful. Apparently a lot of people have like slow monoxide leaks that like cause crazy stuff in their brain, but it won't kill. It doesn't kill you. Yeah. Ooh. Should we get tested for that? Is that me and you maybe? There's no gas in our house. No, there's oil. Can oil have carbon yeah, it's, monoxide? Yeah, it's got exhaust. But how are the candles turning on? Do I just forget about it? I'm just walking around like clicking it because I'm hallucinating. And I should, that, that's how the candle got up my ass. Maybe. Wait, what? A candle got up the your candle, ass? The candle, what? What are you talking about? What? I didn't hear this story. Oh, moving on. Okay. You gonna pull up that article? Oh my god! Yeah, let me read you this. This is super interesting. Okay, haunting moment: dog walker sees a demonic figure crawling across the path of County Park, haunted by a spirit called the Gray Lady. This is a spooky moment that a dog walker saw a demonic figure crawling across the path of a country park, haunted by a spirit called the Gray Lady. Pub owners Hannah and Dave Rowett were, were walking their Labradors through supposedly haunted forest in Clumber Park, Nottinghamshire. At 6.30 a.m. earlier this month, when Miss Rowett said she felt that they weren't alone, the 52-year-old claimed that she quickly pulled out her phone and captured a scary white silhouette crossing the path in front of her as they followed it with a torch. One of the National Trust's most visited country parks, Clumper Park, is claimed to be haunted by a female spirit called the Grey Lady, who has reportedly been seen wearing a long grey cloak. She described what she saw as a demonic figure crawling on long, long limbs. Paranormal skeptic Mr. Rollett admitted that his hair stood up on end when he saw the footage and has been convinced him that ghosts do exist. 
The clip was originally a live video, which consecutive in frames were linked to make a short video. But Mrs. Rowett said that she converted it so she could share it on Facebook. The video has now racked up almost 600 reactions and 2,000 comments with spooked out users labeling it as scary and even joking that it was the park's campsites that were always booked. Or, oh, that's why. Joking that he was glad the park's campsites were always booked up. Miss Rowett said that she has always sensed things and claims she has no logical explanation for the experience. Miss Rowett from Workshop Nottinghamshire said, I initially thought it was a dog, but as I look at it more, it's more of a human type form. Dave was still getting one of the dogs out of the car and I just sensed I wasn't on my own. I took a photo and as I did, it went across the camera. It's quite demonic in the way it's crawling. It has long limbs. It never changes its form. If it was smoke, it would change. I followed it with my torch, watched back and turned to Dave and said, I just saw a ghost and I got it on camera. I didn't feel scared. When I sense things, I always get my camera out because you don't always see those things with the naked eye. That's why I caught it. I think it's such an incredible image and I wanted to share it. The kids were blown away by it when we sent it to them. I read so many messages about it and it just justifies my feelings about it. There aren't many like this out there and we have no logical explanation. The mother who runs the White Lion Club and restaurant and workshop with her husband said that she grew up in a house where she would regularly see an old man who supposedly haunted it. Meanwhile, Mrs. Rowett, who Mr. Rowett, who described himself as a paranormal skeptic before seeing his wife's footage, admitted that it changed his mind and gave him the evidence he needed to believe in ghosts. I've always been very skeptical, but literally every hair from my foot to my toe stood on end. They sent the photo to their children, who turned it into a video file and put it on Facebook. One person commented, the image is too far away to be smoke or breath. Looks kosher to me. Scary. Another joke, and grad Clumber is always fully booked for camping now after seeing this. However, one skeptic said, it's just smoke, I think. Another said, it's cold. Probably somebody breathed and let out some steam. The pub bosses who walk their dogs every single day in Clumber Park said they'll be keeping their eyes open for spooky things in the future. In the future. The National Trust was contacted for comment and didn't have anything to say. So, Taylor, do you have that video for us? Hey, Selena. Mm -hmm. You have gum. Nope. I can really, really hear it. Okay. Sorry about that. Here we go. That's on video. Don't put it there. What? On the table. <laughs> oh man, so much editing. Here we go. What's the timestamp right now? No, Taylor? that's hilarious. Leave the gum. Okay. I'm a trash. Is that the video? Yeah. Wasn't there a different one before? No, this that's is it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's crazy how it does look like fog, but like it did manifest itself as like a like looks like a dog or a person. Oh. Looks like a person to me. Yeah, like crawling. Yeah, or like, yeah, running all creepy-like or something. That is weird. Is it a fairy? It does. It looks like a person. Like, it's like we're seeing a different point in time. And, and it's somebody who's in the, the like, Olympics. Was it foggy out that night? It could just be a drift well, of fog, Well, this is the right? thing. When you're in the forest like that, you have a lot of different flora and fauna, which is at different temperatures, and it causes fogs, and it releases its fog juices. No, yeah. There's a word for that, but I just can't think of what it is. Do you know what I'm talking about? Honestly, when I see that, I'm like, oh, that think that could be something. But at the same time, I've also seen what cigarette smoke can look like really far away and stuff. Yeah, it could be anything. That, that, I'm not discrediting it. I'm just, no, I'm not discrediting it either. I'm just saying it could be either, but like it looks crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Can you read something? <laughs> I'm sick of talking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my throat kind of hurts. We have I stories. Was, I was hollering. Oh my gosh, listener stories is my favorite part of the show. It's listener story. Oh, by the way, I was reading things for this podcast. Did you know on this on the original Poltergeist movie, they use actual human skeletons? No, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. And they didn't even tell the actors. What? So they're like with these like rotting corpse skeletons. That must have happened a lot back in the day where you don't tell the actors stuff. 
It still happens nowadays, oh doesn't God, it? Oh my God, absolutely. Just like, so they can get like real Reaction. reactions. And yeah. Well, they didn't tell them. She's like, they talked to the actress after and she was like, yeah, I would have been way more scared if I knew that. Because there's certain movies like The Shining, right? Like she went mentally ill from The Shining. Yeah, because the director was so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's gotta be Shelley tough Duvall. doing some of those. Yeah. This story is from Brittany Nancy. Uh, Brittany Nacy. Hi, Selena. Thanks for providing me with hours of entertainment through work and while I recovered with a broken ankle while pregnant last year. Ooh. Ooh. Good job with that. That's a tough. That's tough. I listened and re-listened to the podcast so much. Sometimes I turn it on and we'll settle the baby. You've been. Oh, I settled their baby. Yeah. Aww. You've been a real light in some dark times. I don't have a lot of close friends, but you've felt like a friend and I could really relate to you the last couple of years. We're besties. Yeah. That's me kissing your forehead. And ready? Well, a boop. I'm I've always looked forward to the podcast every week. I've got tons of stories between my mother, myself, and one of my daughters, so this may be long. Feel free to break them up. So my mother definitely has some sort of premonition-type ability that connects to those who have passed through her dreams, and occasionally in the day. Her mother passed very young due to lung cancer. A year before I was born, she gave me, uh, she gave me her name as my middle name. One day, my mom was having a hard day thinking about her mom and heard of Chuck uh, clunking in the basement where the laundry room was. She went down to see what it was and heard it coming from the dryer. She assumed it was a rock or a toy from one of us kids or a bolt from my dad's pockets. But she opened it. She found one of her mother's brooches that she hadn't seen in years. It instantly brightened her day, knowing her mother was there saying hello. So that's one of the stories, which is interesting because you think those are just random coincidences or just random things. Oh, I found this. It must have happened. But it's just a little, little way to let you know that they're little still there. A little way to let you know they're still there. That's cool. And even if it wasn't paranormal, like even if the grandma didn't make it be there in the dryer, it's almost like the universe still yeah, the had universe. its way of doing that. Okay. So they're still around. Maybe. The yeah. energy's still there. Another night, my mother had a dream in which uh, she saw her mother after she had passed. And although there were no words spoken, there never is in these dreams, she knew her mother was saying she was happy and doing well. When my mom awoke, she couldn't place it, but there was something different about her mother in the dream. She finally realized that her mother was ta uh, taller than her. Now my mom is 5'2", uh, uh, half Irish and Sicilian, um, and her mom was 4'11", or 5'0", five, uh, 5'0", Sicilian woman. But her mother always said she wishes she had was 5'5". Five, five. So she was so happy to have that in the afterlife. That's interesting. That's a cool story. Can you imagine you get up there and they're just like, you can, you can look whatever you want to look like. I would be nine foot one. I wonder too, like if there's like different levels to it, like in, I know in the Tibetan book of the dead. Was that inside your body? What? I didn't make any noise. No. That was you. No, it wasn't. Oh yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> I, I didn't feel we, it. We didn't hear anything. I heard it. Oh, did you? It was like, <laughs> and it came from inside. Maybe it's a demon. Is that or, or paranormal. <laughs> no, I think there's something wrong with me and it's all up in my shit. Can you check if the house is burnt down? <laughs> Give it a peek. We good? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Where's the house supposed to be? Stop! <laughs> the. Um, oh yeah, what I was saying is I wonder like if there's like different levels to the afterlife. Like I know in the Tibetan Book of the Dead, depending on they were like you weren't nice how enough. far you get past kind of each thing, you have to kind of ignore it. They it's say like, it's all materialism like, type thing like, until you keep going. You're not cool, you have to stay at Mardi Gras. Yeah, well uh, they want you to come to Mardi Gras. They're like, Come to Mardi Gras and you have to be like, No, no, it's okay, I wanna keep ascending. But then like you get a How far are you gonna ascend? Should we make a plan? I don't know if we get to choose that. Do we like do we well, are you going to get pulled into Mardi Gras? Uh, probably. Whoa, but I'm going to be like, no. No, my you're going to come to Mardi gonna... Gras with me. Well, do we make a plan right now? We meet up in Mardi Gras? Yep, done. I just want my jerry beads. Yep, same. The next dream occurred when I was about 18. She dreamt that I was leaving home in the winter, wearing a black coat and getting into a silver truck. I had started seeing now. Uh, I had started seeing my now husband at the time, but we were on and off for the first year, and my mom didn't know that he drove a silver truck. The next fall, my husband, then boyfriend, asked me to move out of state with him that as he was re-entering the military. I said yes, and I'd moved down after the holidays. That Christmas, I received a black coat from my aunt. So the day I left, it was indeed winter, wearing a black coat and getting into a silver truck. A few years later, we returned home to visit family for the holidays. Upon arrival, my mom told me about a dream she had recently. De- uh, she had had of a recently deceased friend, who was uh, so excited to see her and was congratulating her. Again, no speaking, but she could tell. But she didn't know why, and she saw a group of people off a little ways, surrounding two things, and also very excited. A week later, while still visiting, I had realized I was late. Took a test, and we shared with our family that we were expecting. I had a feeling from the moment I found out I was pregnant that it was twins. And sure enough, we saw two little heartbeats at the first appointment. <gasps> My mother realized her friend was congratulating her on her grandkids. <laughs> and that, that, group, uh, that the groups of people were surrounding two cribs. I know she's had more dreams like these, but those are the ones I can think of for now. It's super cool. That's so cool. It's um, like imagine learning something from a dream from like somebody in your family or a spirit, you know, that like hasn't happened yet. And then it happens and you tie the two together. No, that's bananas. I usually write people and tell them things. Yeah. That happens. I do that a lot. I'm trying to think. I just want to say something to me once. I can't remember. I can, it's like, it's in there. I'll tell it's you weird. if I remember. It's weird too. Like you can't tell everybody all the things you have. Like I usually converse with you first. I'm like, should I tell this person? And you blank, have to blank, like blank. think, is the person open to this stuff or am I going to sound crazy? Or, yeah. And it's not a big deal if you sound crazy, but it's just sometimes you don't want to scare people or weird them out too. Like it's more than just that, right? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Huh. I know she's had more dreams like these, but these are the ones I can think of now. I'd be happy to ask her if you'd like to hear more. I wish I could say I also get to see my past loved ones through dreams, but I've had to settle with seeing cardinals around when I'm thinking of them. You said that, isn't it? A thing? Yeah, cardinals. Like a lot of people, some people have butterflies, some people have cardinals. But I feel cardinals like my grandma's like... butterflies just because she was always had a book of butterflies. There you go. She collected them like when she found a dead one or whatever. Oh, that's dark. I like it. <laughs> it's insect collection. Which grandma? My mom's mom. I never met her. She was a gardener, so she like found a lot of dead butterf- things. Butterflies, yeah. She didn't keep other things, just the butterflies. Just the dead butterflies. Yep. Look at that gray carpet. Does it not look like the perfect imprint of a cat laying on its side? Yeah, I'll give you that one. Thanks. However, I've seen several unexplainable things. When I moved in with my now husband, he was stationed in Jonestown, PA. A valley that uh, suffered the tragedy of a couple massive floods. Oh, I thought it was Jonestown. Jonestown, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Not where I thought. Uh, One of which resulted in the largest loss of civilian lives prior to 9-11. What? What? That's insane. Bananas. I'm going to have to look that Jonestown flood up. That's fucking crazy. 
We'll Google it right now. We lived in the oldest house in Westmont, now split into two apartments, which is on top of the mountain. We were told the man who alerted everyone that the dam had broken, oh, a dam broke, Ooh. had lived in the house and was buried under the sundial in the backyard. Was it true? Your guess is as good as mine. The basement looked like the basement of the 1999 house on Haunted Hill, though that's not really relevant because I only went down there once because of that. You know the urge to run up the stairs when you turn off the lights? Anytime I arrived home after dark, I always felt that and had to sprint up the stairs to our apartment, despite having to pass through two doors before getting to the main stairs. My husband had moved in ahead of me and previously mentioned <coughs> that he kept the mattress on the floor in the living room until I moved in because every time he would close his eyes, he would see an old woman screaming at him. When I showered, I would, not, I would hear knocks at the door. But Brittany, that's just the pipes. It's an old house on your downstairs neighbors or your downstairs neighbors. But it would happen only when I was in the, the only one in the home. We decided to host a Super Bowl party. We don't care much of football, but it was a good reason to get all the uh, Marnie, Marines and their spouses together. As a couple more guests arrived, my husband went to retrieve a couple of chairs from the odd little addition that we used as a computer room. There was an odd chandelier in the room uh, with an already low ceiling, and the wall between that room and the living room was half a wall with glass slats. The light for the chandelier was on the living room side and, and it was a dimmable one that you push in and turn on. My husband was out on the in the computer room, halfway through the living room, when all when we all watched the chandelier lift up, drop down, and turn on. What? Yeah, crazy. We uh, that's a big rat in the ceiling, maybe. <laughs> right, pulling on it and dragging it and dropping it. That's right? crazy. Um, couldn't imagine. I'd be freaked right out. We were all just like that. Did that just really happen? But we all just moved on and continued to enjoy the party. During the same party, the kitchen it's was like, a, it's like, oh, do you have any more dip? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Turn the other light on. This one doesn't work anymore. During the same party, the kitchen was a galley kitchen and the door was across from the little window that my husband would smoke at when he didn't feel like going out uh, in the winter day. And so he kept a rifle shaped lighter I gave him up on the windowsill. While we were out in the dining room, no one in the kitchen, the rifle lighter went flying out of the kitchen, landing in the middle of the dining room. I didn't really experience anything at our next home as it was brand new uh, base housing. But once we moved off base and onto a 450 acre farm that had three rental homes and the owner's vacation home, which was built in 1766, experiences started again. The story was that the woman who owned the home or for whom the road is now named after saved her home from being burned down as the Hessians retreated during the Revolutionary War by offering them tea. I only went into the main house once when the landlord asked me to retrieve something from inside the basement stairs door, and I had the worst feeling when I opened the door. I never cared to go in again, and I always felt I shouldn't look towards the window when outside the home. The man who had rented our home before us was the groundskeeper, and he passed away from a heart attack in the garage at the main house, and when we moved in there was still some exercises and instructions from his cardiologist in the basement. Mm. One of my dogs would absolutely refuse to come down in the basement and would just sit. It's crazy how in tune animals are. Oh, Eddie. Yeah. And would just sit at the top of the stairs and growl. One day I heard my other dog outside barking, looked out at to uh, see he was barking in the basement window and the light was on, which I was certain I had turned off. Despite the dogs not being a fan, I never felt uncomfortable in the home, even with the occasional lights turning on and off and on their own. There was also a barn on the property that I ran horse boarding stables out of. And one day, walking back from finishing chores at the barn, I was looking at my phone, glanced up, and saw a larger man in overalls and looked back down at my phone before I processed that what I had seen. And by the time I looked back up, he was gone. We had been told that the people that had been seen one of the old farmers that previously owned the property. And I'm sure that's who I saw as well. I haven't seen much since we left there. Our town has lots of history, but both homes we've lived in were built in the 90s. Wow. So this is actually pretty interesting. Adam uh, Taylor pulled up some, some information for us here. Uh, we looked up the Johnstown massacre. Massacre? Well, tragedy. So the scale of the Johnstown flood in 1889 is difficult to visualize. Summarizing the flood's impact in statistics and facts is a quick way to convey the enormity of the event. Here's a list of some of the most descriptive facts about the flood. Listen to this. 2,209 people died, including, and then they have their addresses, ages, and burial places. 
99 entire family died, including 396 children. 100 families. That's insane. That's huge. So like 100 houses of people were like washed away. Just empty. Um, So 124 women, 198 men um, were left widowed. So that's just widowed. Yeah. Um, that's bananas. Okay. More than 750 victims were never identified and the rest of the plot is unknown in Grandview Cemetery. Bodies were found as far away as Cincinnati and as late as in 1911. That's crazy. They were washed down the river in the watershed for yep. miles and miles and miles. 1,600 homes were destroyed. 17 million in property damage was done. And in, I was reading on Google in our money, that's $534 million of today that's money. Crazy. Four square miles of downtown was completely destroyed. The pile of debris at the stone bridge covered over 30 acres. The distance between the dam that failed, that failed in Jones, Jonestown was Jones. Fo- Johnstown was 14 miles. Whoa. That's huge. The dam was owned by the South Fork Fishing and Hunting Club. So imagine like 14 miles. So like Jonestown wasn't the only place that saw tragedy. There would have been like the odd house and cottage or like, you know, dwelling along that river. Yeah, like at the beginning there too. The dam contained 20 million tons of water before it gave way. That's the same amount as water that goes over Niagara Falls in 36 minutes. Ooh, that's... A massive amount of water. Flood lines were found as high as 89 feet above river level. (laughs) The great wave measured 40 feet high and hit Johnstown at 40 miles an hour. It's just totally like getting hit by a wall. Yeah. You couldn't run. The force of the flood swept several locomotives weighing 170,000 pounds as far as 4,800 feet. And then $3.7 million was collected for the Johnstown relief effort within the U.S. and 18 foreign countries. The American Red Cross um, arrived in Johnstown in June 5th, 1889. And this was the first major peacetime disaster relief effort from the Red Cross. Crazy. And they suffered additional significant floods in history, including 1936 and 1977. That's like, well... A dam isn't so bad in a place like this, so inland, but like sometimes I do question living there. Like it seems really sketchy. Like anything could happen. Like that's the same with like New Orleans whenever it floods, when there's hurricanes. Oh, Hurricane Katrina. Like, I just, why did we build such a major city there? Well, it's just crazy. Can you look up for me the uh, Halifax explosion? So they're back, I think it was early 1900s or late 1800s, there was an explosion of a boat on the water. Yeah. And it exploded. And it like destroyed and everyone went blind. So yeah, here we go. Um, On the morning of the 6th of December, 1917, there was the Halifax Harbor explosion. So on that morning, like it, it blew up. It it took over everything. It hit all these houses. People saw a bright light and they looked at the window like, Oh, what is that? And then it shattered. And like all these people went blind. It was such a powerful explosion. All right, so here's a little bit about it. So the steamship, the Mont Blanc, inbound from the Atlantic with war material for France, entered the Halifax Harbor Narrows. The Norwegian ship left the protective anchorage of Bedford Basin outbound to New York to load food and clothing for the people of occupied Belgium. Um, scroll down. I was so I want to read. I want to know what made it explode. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Where is it? Okay, so the explosion immediately disrupted communications linking continental New North America, Nova Scotia, and the world overseas. Like, look at that. That's yeah. from something out on the water. That's insane. No, it's it's bananas. But I wonder how many... Can you just see how many people were killed? Yeah. I'm, I want to know how many people died. There's crazy how many big things happened. Yeah, those floods too. Like, imagine the size of that flood and what happened there. Yeah. About, uh, they think, maybe around 10,000 years ago. We had a whole like sheet of ice across all of Canada. Like Canada, Ice Age? Can, yeah, pretty much. Canada was covered. It's called the Younger Dryas, I think. Canada was covered in ice and a comet hit the earth. And so there was f- mass flooding like that across all of North America. So do you feel like that's kind of what's happening now? Because like Florida's getting really cold and like it's raining in LA. I'm not sure. 
It could be. Like we go in cycles, right? Like we go hot and cold, hot and cold. It's, it has a lot to do with our distance from the sun at times. Um, more than 1,700 people were killed. Crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it takes a long time for those cycles to take place, like thousands of years. Well, yeah, but like it's weird because I remember it all started last year, Texas. Yeah, had Texas its first day and everyone's cold. houses were blowing up. And they say we might still be in a warming phase right now, but the jet stream changed. So like the ocean jet stream moved to the land and that it was pushing colder air down further into places like Texas than they'd ever seen. We're just, we're, we're so much warmer here than we ever used to be growing up. Our winters were snow feet of snow all winter. Now we're having these summers that are hotter than it is in Los Angeles, even with humidity, like hotter than the desert. Oh yeah. We get the lake effect here too. It's so nasty. And then we're having these winters that are like such a, like it's six degrees today and we're in the middle of January. Right. Like, what is this? We have like snow for like a fart of a minute and then we just have like weird shitty fall weather. Crazy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Natural disasters are something else. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here we go. This is what caused the Halifax explosion. So the French ship caught fire after several drums of um, benzol, a highly combustible motor fuel derived from Coke oven gases tipped over on the deck, spilling their contents, which ignited the vessel drifting into the pier crowds gathered drawn in by the rising power oh, of smoke no. emergency personnel try to control the damage however just after 904 a.m the mont blanc exploded the blast and the wrestling oh it caused a tsunami which surged approx- approximately 60 feet oh, okay so 18 was... meters above the high water mark wow. it passed some of the blocks in the city more than 1600 buildings were destroyed by the wave and debris were scattered several miles from the force of the wave them um, that's insane so that makes sense it caused mm-hmm. a tsunami that makes sense that's insane water freaks me out water man. is so powerful like we have two ponds so i'm never going in <laughs> it's a pond that's you know how, fine you know how moving you, water freaks me out well, oh yeah you don't like like the what could be in there too i was thinking you know how you want What's to do hiding ass? in the depths dude you know how you're talking about how you want to do ice baths yeah let's get you in the pond no i'm not going in the pond i need like a controlled situation yeah the pond yeah well i mean get maybe in there. if i was a little better but i can't use my strength right now i'll drag you my out. arms to like i'll pull you out okay we'll hook you up it. to a rope and we'll pull you out with the truck yeah Sounds good. Just drag me across the ice. It's just stabbing me, ripping holes in me. It's why not? Sounds like a brilliant plan. I think it would be fun. This is the best plan you've ever came up with. Thanks for your sarcasm, (laughs) Adam. Much appreciated. Okay. Here we go. Hello, Selena. First of all, my name is Kimberly, and I'm a big fan and love you so much. Thank you, Kimberly. I also love you. Thank you. I am touched by your gift and experiences with the paranormal. I want to share with you some of my own experiences. I have to share, but this is my first segment. Welcome to your first segment. I wanted to say also never change. And I hope you and your loved ones the best in life. Such a sweetie. Kim mm-hmm. really is. Absolutely. The times I have witnessed in the goat man in Chronicle order. The times I had witnessed the goat man. In chronological order. Chronological order. Ooh, chronological. Thank you. No problem, buddy. I got your back. <sighs> you got my back and I love your back and because it's juicy. Okay. <laughs> I had seen... <laughs> sorry. I, I'm, oh, a, I'm a little thirsty today. Oh, thank you. Um, I had seen the ghost man. As, goat man. Can I read? Goat man. Up? We all know this. Okay. Goat man. We'll do an episode Anytime on this. Anytime I say ghost man, please know it's goat man. Goat man. <laughs> I have a goat in my house. Yeah. I want this a black goat. one. There's a goat on Kijiji. Yeah. It's been there for like two months. Yep. It's taxidermy or it's taxidermy. Okay. It's $300. Yep. Which is a lot. I want it so fucking bad. I go on every oh, day. Someone messaged us too. I think it might've been on the haunted estate. Wait, what? They want to send us chickens. They have these breed of chickens that are all black. Are they the ones with black meat? I'm not going to eat them. Black meat. Can we get the fucking chickens? Well, she said she has a hatch happening in February, but we got to wait until the spring because we have to like, um, I have to it get a practically pro- is here. I have to get a proper coop and stuff like that. We have to get the electric netting first. There's one rule about chickens. You do not buy chickens until you're fully ready to have chickens <laughs> because you get them and then you're like, oh no, okay. I have a lot of work ahead of we me. We need to talk right now quickly. Sorry. Pause on ghost man. Goat man. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Picture it. Ghost. Picture it. We have four chickens. Our chickens are black. Yeah. We have 
big black chickens. We have four of them. What are their names? We're going to go back and forth. You and me. We each get to name two. Go. Wednesday. Morticia. We're going two from the Adams family. We Fuck. only have four chances here. Oh, my God. Okay. We go okay, Wednesday. Wednesday or Morticia? Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. We go Wednesday. Elvira. Elvira? Yeah. Okay. What's Elvira from? What? <laughs> Elvira. Sorry. There's no way. Hello. You don't know who Elvira is? Goddess of the darkness? I'm so Ow. sorry. Elvira. Well, she's not dead. She's Why I do that? Oh my God, she's not dead. <laughs> is Elvira the like, she tells stories and stuff. Yeah, they have a wax fake. Uh, Taylor's going to pull up a picture. Okay. Um, Elvira, is it like a goddess? Okay. Um, I was also thinking we could do Coraline um, as one of the. Oh yeah. I've seen Elvira. Her. Look at those boobs. I'm really bad with names. I'll never forget when I talked to an agency once, they're like, we picture you as like the next Elvira. Yeah. And I was like, I will never look like that. Uh, I can have like one boob out that looks good and then the other one can just yeah. hang there like, oh. Could you get, you could do that hair though. Yeah, but I don't want to exactly be her. No, I know. I'm just saying you could pull that hair off. Maybe <sighs> just like D80s it a little bit. Okay. But like so get it high. Say, you know what? I want to be Elvira. Look at her. Yeah, she's great. I'd suck a fart. Those tits are banging. Bro, those boobs are on another level. Okay, we got Wednesday. We have Elvira. Yep. Who are some other like goth pop culture names? Um, How about Beetlejuice? No, they're chickens. They're ladies. You can name one Lydia. Lydia, yep. Okay, so we got, we got Wednesday, yep. Elvira, Lydia. Yep. You get the last one. Oh shit. Bella. 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 From Twilight. I guess. And she'll be the one chicken that's always like, I don't want leaning. <laughs> <laughs> it's too sunny out. Um, <laughs> I need some shade. I'm going to sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be my favorite chicken. Oh man. Well, <gasps> and then we'll if Coyote sure, gets like, it, and then we'll name our Coyote Jacob and Jacob <laughs> eats Bella. And that's a whole new thing. It's going to happen. Just you just manifested it. No, I don't want my chickens to get eaten. Taylor and I were this talking about this. This is a future TikTok, folks. Just wait for the chicken to get eaten. <laughs> this was the TikTok Taylor talking about. Okay, guys, it's time to go out and feed the chickens. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get electric netting. The coyotes can't get in. Okay, but you know, like I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that and I'm seeing me die. <laughs> <laughs> you can touch it. It's just like touching an electric fence in a cow field. It's not that bad. Yeah, but I have to touch things like that. Not with Fine. my fingers, but my tongue. Oh, okay, don't do that. Have you seen the video of the Australians pissing on the electric fence? And they electrocute themselves? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> can we pull that up? Can we or no? I don't know. It might get flagged. If you could find it not on YouTube... Uh, we better not. But okay. just everybody go look up Australians pissing on electric fence. <laughs> They're probably all infertile now. No, maybe. I don't know. Okay, I got to read this. I got to read this. <clears throat> I had seen the goat man several times in my life. The first time was around age seven while I was at an amusement park. People have been talking about it and looking at pictures around us. Being my curious self, I couldn't ignore them despite my Catholic mother's plea. It appeared soon in the center of... It appeared soon after in the center of a small circular child roller coaster, making its wail and bail out of fear. I was overwhelmed with the feeling of impending doom and did not know what would happen next. My heart hurt for a while and I continued our day at the amusement park. I don't remember if anything concerning happened over the next few days. Once I saw the goat man while walking through a naked, naked nature <laughs> trail in my nearby park. I suspected a cult's gather at this particular tree, which was a very old and very gothic look to it. It doesn't grow greenery anymore and has no twigs. The perfect tree branches that snake out on the sides a lot. Now, they are also trimmed and it looks way less evil. The color is none like the other trees. It's light and pale. I always called it the grandfather tree. Seems like it's been around for a long time and has lots of evil activity around it. The tree is very near the path, about eight feet from it. One day, while approaching, Goatman appeared, standing there, watching me. I paused, waiting, hoping it would vanish, and it did. Usually, I don't see spirits or entities for very long, especially not when I've seen them so vividly or as a full-bodied apparition. I turned around without wanting to actually pass the grandfather tree, and it was only 20 feet away. 
I continued this way anyway, not wanting to get any closer to the tree or closer to the person in front of me. Perhaps his appearance was a warning. Maybe that person was going to hurt me. Maybe Goatman would possess the other person. It felt like the right decision was to go back to where I went down, even if that's where it stood last. This was not certain, though. I slowly made my way past the last place I saw it, telling myself Goatman wouldn't do anything to me and that I was protected. Nothing odd or concerning happened at the home in the following days. Luckily, so I don't think it did anything. A few years later, Goatman appeared in a dream. I learned of a protective spell on a ritual on the internet, and I chose to perform it. I asked God for a sign. If this is not honoring you, would you give me a sign? I do believe I specifically asked for the sign as a prophetic dream, but I'm not entirely sure because it was years ago. Goatman appeared inside my house, and I was filled with such horrendous horror until I shut the door. I felt safe in my home, and it erased my nerves greatly. The spot I saw it was outside my home in my dream. It had a flickering light and did not work properly for two weeks at the time. I later found out my cousins and uncle, who lived with us, possibly played a Ouija board. I either found the board under their bed or stumbled across them using it when I felt compelled to go in their room. The door was unlocked. I don't quite recall anymore. Either way, I saw it in their room and put two and two together. They used it outside as a loophole to my mother's rule. She insisted those kinds of things could never be done in her home. So I brought it up to my mother and she demanded it be removed from the home immediately. Perhaps my dream came as a warning of the board and a sign not to begin to to develop delve into christian witchcraft maybe it was for both fun side of the story was a flickering light outside one night it was doing its flickering thing intensely until i passed under it stepping into my home the light remained lit i saw this entity another time in a prophetic dream from god warning me to not continue down the path i had verbalized i was going to pursue Backtracking a little bit, downloading TikTok, I had begun my curiosity in occult practices. Slowly but surely, TikTok after TikTok, I became more enveloped in the subject. Some would say it was just the algorithm turning to my interests, but some would say it was the devil whispering to me and drawing me in. Oh, that's the algorithm for sure. You got to watch that algorithm. <laughs> you got to be careful. How did I end up on jail TikTok? It's like conspiracy theories and stuff like that. People that get deep, it's like the algorithm just keeps feeding you that. So and if you don't like, have yeah. a good like common knowledge of like kind of seeing both sides of things you can get sucked right in there there you go a shaman had warned me that delving into horror movies and ghost investigations would attract spirits entities and energies but i do it anyways after all i don't go out much and i don't know any other way that i could have seen heard or felt as many paranormal experiences as i had or believe what i had experienced I recall hearing Zach Baggins talk about the goat man and the dream he had about it, but I don't believe this film would be about that. As soon as Zach Baggins' film, Demon House, began, I noticed a very tall, blue-hued apparition walking around. As I finished turning my head to look up at this entity, I was met with the gaze of glowing eyes. It was either blue or white. I can't recall likely suppressing the memory. I watched the rest of the film in peace as if it never happened. And yes, the film was about the goat man and the alleged 300 additional demons. Walking back to my friend's car, I saw something across the street. We should watch that tonight. Yeah. Demon House. We should. We all should. You want to watch it? Sure. Okay. I saw something across the street. I couldn't make out what it was, but that's when I realized I never verbalized anything spiritual of a negative or, e- or evil nature that they couldn't follow me home. Immediately, I declared that statement, hoping and wishing and even pleading that it would not relive anything like i had just watched in the film for the next almost two weeks i would see very tall figures sometimes with horns i don't believe i could say that i saw the goat man in my house however there was a powerful entity present one night i had watched an orb fly around my room it wasn't black so it didn't worry me much even when i heard taps and creaks on my floorboards i watched the orb fly into my gut and i felt a pressure not like a punch but like it went through me soon after the activity ended for the night the next day, my bowel issues began. Oh, it was a poopoo ghost. Ooh. After this... Those will get sorry, you. After... Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story. Uh, I continued to have three whole days of bad diarrhea. I saw... I was getting worried that Run. I would die and began looking for preventative measures. Luckily, it ended that day. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like some people see things a lot more than others. I also feel like, you know, there goes something to say about watching scary things and then scary things happening to you. I want to give you guys a bit of a story. I love this book called The Demonologist. Uh, I think it was co-written by uh, and Lorraine Warren. And they're literally talking about demons and stuff like that. And I was walking in the forest. I was listening to The Demonologist. And I just felt it. I was so tuned into this book and so aware of the paranormal world and the dark things that were in it. And I've been listening to this book for two days. I was in this forest and it just, it felt like everything got real dark for a second. And I had to take off my headphones. It was the first time in a long time I've been like genuinely scared, like genuinely actually scared. Well, that's a lot what I was mentioning earlier. Like I could have been living in haunted houses all my life, mm -hmm. but if you're not open to the paranormal, do maybe those things ignore you? Yeah, I think and so. And not try it like oh, you guys understand the paranormal. I'm going to try and make myself as an entity or a ghost or a demon or a spirit be seen. Yeah, they feed off your energy. That's a thing. Like when a bunch of people are in a room, they want something spooky to happen. 90% of the time, something spooky will happen. Yeah. But if you live your life, you're not into the paranormal, you don't believe in it, you're not that, you're not going to experience near anything. Yeah. Honestly. And I that, feel that. I feel that for sure. The earth is all energy. It's all energy. Yeah. We can manipulate that energy. It's just well, like there's even scientific stuff behind that, like... If you go into some of the not so common science, like, well, even the common science is starting to believe and, and look at some of it, but there's like frequency. Everything yes. has a frequency. Like when they say you're on the right vibe length or you're vibing, there's actually like a real thing merit about that. to that. Yeah. Like if you are on like a wrong frequency, like it can cause sickness. You can be doing bad things. Well, it's just like shitty people. Like you wake up and it's all like the secret. You have a shitty day. You treat people shitty. Your day's going to consistently get worse because you're putting out negative energy and you're pulling in negative energy. Yep. It's just like fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Be happy, happy, happy. You're going to start to feel happy. It's a yep. frequency. It's an energy. And you can still like, we're not saying be happy. This is no. terrible. Like obviously things happen in life. You have to be sad sometimes yeah. and cope and deal with things. Yeah. But always try and... Uh, aspire to that positive, good vibration, good energy. Yeah. Taylor was trying to do that last night, but his frequency wasn't, wasn't going great. <laughs> um, he doesn't look like you, he wants you to talk about it. What should we talk about? What are you guys talking about? What am I, well, yesterday, uh, we were at a diner and I was like, you know what? I'm just not pooping great right now. Uh, Adam knows how to make this concoction out of magnesium. It's not even a concoction. It's just magnesium it's just nitrate. Me, you take a bunch you of magnesium. You just take a little bit too much. And you're going to have the shits. And Taylor's like, yeah, screw it. Let's do it. So we were fine. Let's do it. It's like a poo-poo party. So listen, so we, we drink it. Usually, <laughs> you guys are hilarious. usually it hits you and you're good. You have it. You're good. You're done. So we're sitting there. I'm like, whoa. And it hit me. It hit, it hit me. I ran to the bathroom. Taylor's like, oh, I'm jealous. I come out. Taylor runs past me. <laughs> runs past me okay <laughs> i hear it he's going so then i go into adam's office while he's having his time i think the story ends there doesn't it do you want me to stop it no that's fine <laughs> okay, okay. okay so i go into adam's office i'm hanging out i'm like oh i haven't seen taylor for a while i go out he's back in the bathroom but he's just standing there i'm like whoa he had no pants on so he came out he came out and he, he hid under the scare stairs to scare me and he was bent over and he, was it a cough? A laugh. Oh, he laughed. And, um. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody knows the rest. Yeah, you know the rest. Anyways, I feel like that comes to a shitty close of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Guys, I, I want to remind you right now that um, the Spirit Board makeup collection is lush and it is there for you. I really hope that you love it. So many good reviews on it. I'm so yeah, happy. My book, it. Hollow. Mm -hmm. she out she busts and she's she gorgeous and we gotta get that audio out yeah we have to get that audio out also we're gonna be doing some fat spooky trips coming up so that youtube channel be busting i post like twice a week on there so make sure that you head over there tell adam he's cute today oh thanks and his chewbacca can you do your best chewbacca sound i don't know about that one it's like asmr chewbacca i guess that could be like i mean some chewbacca's some Wookiees probably sound different. So. All right. Well, I'll give you that. I love you guys. Have a beautiful week. Stay See spooky. You guys. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. 
whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.